Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Very few people, like one in a hundred people, see something impulsively and purchase it. That's typically the conversion rate. One to three percent. That's 99 to 97 percent of your traffic that you're missing out on. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 151. Today, it's just myself, Molly Pittman, and Miss... <laughs> Miss Hello, Molly. This is Miss Ralph Burns. <laughs> you are too good at voices. Uh, Mr. Ralph Burns. And today we have a case study for you. So back on episode 145, Ralph taught his e-commerce ad amplifier, which is really a system for creating and scaling a really powerful campaigns, specifically if you're selling physical products. So today we wanted to cover a really cool case study of a company who implemented the e-com ad amplifier. They went from spending $5,000 a month on Facebook ads to $50,000 a month and their return went from a 2x return on ad spend to a 5.8 return on ad spend. So not only scaling that budget, but also scaling the return, which is, you know, what we're looking for, right, Ralph? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. Usually it's the other way around. Triple the ad spend. <laughs> That's it. Or 10x the ad spend and increase from 2 to 5.8x. So I'm excited. Thanks for bringing this case study on. This is a cool one. Like This is smaller. I think this is actually a good one for the show here, especially if you might be just starting out or if you're actually running ads at a relatively modest spend right now to an e-commerce platform and you're just looking for a way to scale up with return on ad spend. So we don't use ROI as a word anymore. We use a term that our customers actually really enjoy saying like, how much return are you getting on my ad spend? So we talk about return on ad spend. So in this case, 
I mean, they were spending about $5,000 a month, which that's not the type of customer that we would typically take on inside tier 11. We'll typically take on somebody who is a lot larger in ad spend or is a larger company. This was a relatively small company, but you know, they're spending about $5,000 a month and they were making about $10,000 a month. You know, I'm getting 2x on what I'm making. And then we were able to scale it up to about $50,000 a month, getting about 5.8x return on ad spend. Fantastic. It's a must. <laughs> yeah, with just the e-commerce ad amplifier, which we talked about pretty much in depth on episode 145, this is one of the simpler ones. So if this can be applied to highly complex businesses, like we said before, with tens of thousands of SKUs to businesses that are maybe a little bit more simple. Maybe you have just a couple of products. In this case, we've got dozens of products. One in particular, which is the one that these guys spend a fair amount of ad spend on, which is a bath bomb with kind of a surprise in the inside of it. So Ooh, yeah. a bath bomb. Bath bomb. All right, Ralph. So we know the results that they got. So tell us what they did. How did we get these awesome results? This is probably something that you, if you haven't listened to episode 145, I definitely recommend you going back to that episode because we use this PDF that we actually give away on our Facebook page, which you can actually get if you go to tier 11 on Facebook, tier 11, you'll see our little logo there, the light green and pink. So to get the Ecom Ad Amplifier PDF, just type into the Facebook chat the word image and uh, T-Air will deliver it right to you. So definitely follow along at home with that image. I'm not going to go into it too much because we went into a lot of detail in 145, but basically the Ecom Ad Amplifier is a modular way. It's a system that we use as a framework that takes people from cold traffic with certain types of video and or other ad assets all the way through to purchasers, which is what we refer to as level five traffic. Cold traffic is level one. And then there's level mm. two, level three, and level four, depending on how deep they are within your e-commerce platform and what behavior they've basically made inside the platform itself. And that's how mm. the whole e-com ad amplifier kind of works here. So for this particular customer, like I said, I mean, they had a relatively modest ad spend, not that $5,000 a month is modest by any stretch. It's a lot of money, but they were doing pretty well prior to us coming on board. And one of our amazingly awesome account managers, James, took these guys all the way from 2X ROAS to, uh, to 5.8. So the challenge that we had with these guys was that we wanted to be able to sell more of these bath bombs. Now, bath bombs, if you're not familiar with what they are, I've never actually used one, Molly. So maybe <laughs> you can explain what they oh, are. Oh, you're missing out. Okay, so bath bombs... They come in a, a ball and you put the bath bomb into your bath <laughs> and it's, of course, and it starts to disintegrate and it makes your bath smell really good. A lot of them have like great bath salts in them that make your skin feel good that are, you know, really good for your body. So bath bombs are really hot right now. You can get different kinds of bath bombs. My mom gave me one that once it 
it melted in the water, there was like this interesting little character <laughs> that was in the bath bomb <laughs> that was then in my bath. <laughs> so these, toxic. these, yeah, right. So there are a lot of bath bomb options out there, but that's what a bath bomb is, Ralph. Yeah. So you drop you it in there and it, ex- it doesn't explode apparently, <laughs> but it does explode no, with it, all kinds of wonderful scents and aromas and stuff exactly. that's good for your skin. So anyway, so these guys sold a bath bomb, but they actually sold it with sort of a twist, which was actually kind of cool. Uh, they gamified a bath bomb by actually dropping inside a mystery bath bomb a ring. Now, the rings could be anywhere from valued at $10 to apparently $3,800. So they gamified it a little bit. So you, they actually had a really good offer. So this goes back to what Ryan Dice always says about paid traffic. I mean, no amount of paid traffic will cure a crappy offer. Yep. They actually had a very good offer and continue to have a very good offer. So they actually offered these things like uh, bath bombs typically are, you know, under $20, really sort of impulse buys. Right. They did have some versions that were that way, but they also, they were a premium bath bomb. So they had a higher price point. So that was kind of the challenge for us. But also there was this gamification that when you bought, you know, their package of bath bombs, one of them might include, you know, a really expensive ring. So we had lots of assets to go with, lots of video testimonials, lots of videos from the customer that just showed how cool the thing was, which is what we'll get into with some of their level one and level two traffic. And then obviously we wanted to be able to monetize that traffic on every level of the e-com ad amplifier going from level one all the way to purchase and repeat purchases down in level five. So that was our challenge is to do this. So if you look on your e-com ad amplifier, On the left-hand side, you'll see the level one traffic, which is cold traffic, people who don't know who you are yet. There's about eight different assets that we typically will use to entice that cold traffic to engage with our ad, engage with our site, or potentially to purchase right out of the newsfeed or right out of the right-hand column or right off Instagram or even on Audience Network, which we're using with all our agency accounts right now. But with this one, we only actually used about half of those assets on that left-hand side. And if you look Mm. at your retargeting assets over on the right-hand side, we probably used about half of those. We didn't use every single one. So that's the cool thing with the e-com ad amplifier is that it's totally modular. You can have a really simple business, sell this sort of stuff, or you can have a highly complex business where in some cases we'll use every asset that's actually listed in the e-com ad amplifier PDF itself. But in this case, we only used about half of the assets. How do we do it? So the strategy overall was sort of a four-step strategy. The first level was to engage. We wanted to engage our cold audiences with these fun kind of ads that entice the benefits and the uniqueness of this product. And again, you have a really good offer, right? Absolutely. So like step one, really good offer. You bet. And show how cool that offer is with some of the assets that we'll talk about here on the show. So the second step was reinforce. So a lot of people, because it was a premium price product, there was some gamification that went along with it. We retargeted these engaged audiences with ads that show how fun the product was to use. So we also played up this sort of the surprise and Mm. chance to win kind of aspects of it. So that was really important in step two in our strategy. The third part was to overcome the objections because, like I said, this was a higher price point, but also show how cool it was and show also you know, how you could potentially win this really valuable ring. And then lastly, which is to re-engage everyone, to encourage reorders, 
as well as cross sells with people because uh, this mm. particular customer didn't just sell bath bombs. They actually sold a bunch of other products that are related to bath bombs and sort of that bath bomby kind of niche. Obviously, females primarily. Right. Not too many men in this audience. Exactly. Here's how we do it. The ad types that we used, we used awareness ads, leads, video views, as well as messenger at the top end. We used retargeting ads. We also used dynamic product ads which is something that Facebook provides for you using your product catalog and a product feed, then shows the right product to the person in their newsfeed, depending on what product they've previously viewed. And then we re-engage them with retargeting ads that showed loyalty and just showed other types of cross-sells and other ways to refill their original purchase. So like I said, on level one, copying creative on these ads were... Like they were really just kind of show me how cool the thing is video. So the video right. that we use, this short educational video. Which bath bombs are pretty cool when you see them in action. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually had a video of them dropping a bath bomb into like this big glass bowl and it kind of bubbles up and overflows and there was fun music that went along with it. Mm. And then an overlay that said, you know, get this and your chance to win. And they showed a ring. So kind of simple cool. as these aren't really a lot of production value. The customer actually just did it for us. And we started to show these in the newsfeed. So the main goal was to just to engage people and evoke curiosity and generate some excitement for this really pretty cool offer, you know, yep. with a chance to win a prize. And to start building those audiences. Yeah, for sure. So every time somebody watched one of those cool videos, we captured them in a video view audience. So absolutely, these were under 60 seconds in most cases. So 75, 95% viewed of that video. They're now really good audiences for us to potentially use at level two, yep. as well as maybe somebody clicked through or clicked to the landing page and then went through a sign-up process where you could actually enter your name and your email address. So yeah. we used opt-ins, we used landing page views or sort of pixelization of page view, which is uh, in essence when you click from an ad on Facebook to either a landing page or your sales page or a blog, it captures what's referred to as a page view audience. So we captured those too. Right. So they haven't purchased quite yet. They haven't gone all the way through, but they've engaged with our video. They've engaged with our page. They know what a bath bomb is. They know what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're interested and now you have permission to follow up with them. Yep, exactly. So other audiences that we used here are engaged with page or engaged mm. with an ad or a post. Mm. Super powerful engagement audiences that you now can target inside audiences inside Facebook. So every time you spend money on engaging your audience, you can create an audience to then retarget at your next level of ads, which is makes this whole thing mm. really work well. And then lastly, we used Instagram story ads, which was just in essence, one of the spokeswomen talking about how cool the thing was and saying, hey, swipe up to enter. So under 15 right. seconds, created audiences out of those as well. So these are what we would refer to as this is level one traffic to cold traffic, okay? But we are now building level two audiences. So they now know right. who we are. They may not have purchased yet, but they now know what we're all about. So we've captured them in that grouping. I want to see these bath bomb videos now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are pretty cool. 
So now, like I said, we've used these four different video assets. We also use clicks to messenger ads, so we can capture audiences there as well, obviously. So now we have all these audiences that have lightly engaged. They haven't maybe bought. Maybe some people actually did go all the way through and bought. But we now will target ads at level two that exclude buyers. Right. And we also exclude fans. Fans, we actually have in a separate category here because their fans are very engaged. Cool. We sort of reserve a separate campaign for them. So something to keep in mind. So we exclude fans. We exclude buyers. So we really want to hit people who have not purchased yet, but have engaged at that level two now. So at level two, we're going to re-engage these people with maybe mm. they clicked through the ad, but didn't actually opt in, didn't give their name and email for their chance to win. So maybe we retarget people who have hit the landing page, but have not become leads. So sort of an audience that you can create inside Facebook. Once again, they did this, but they didn't do that. So those are good targets there. So we'll retarget them. Yeah, those are great. Absolutely. I know you talk about this a tremendous amount when you talk about the power of pixelization and retargeting on Facebook. So there's those audiences. So we want to get those people to become leads. Now we target them with similar ads, same kind of thing, maybe a slightly different video, maybe a different video showing a different color bath bomb and how cool it is when it explodes in the tub. So once again, we're, I mean, we're selling the sizzle in these videos here because it's like it's a very straightforward kind of sale. But once again, like there is this gamification with the ring. And how long are these videos? There are 30 to 60 seconds. Super short. Our Instagram story videos at level one are 15 seconds or less. So we'll retarget those people who have engaged with our video, engaged with our page, who have engaged with our Instagram story ads, have engaged on Messenger with us. We'll retarget them with an appropriate video based upon their previous action. So for people who at level two have now clicked through to the landing page and have opted in as a lead, we then target them with different ads. So these ads are more about the product itself, like how cool the product is, and also the payoff by buying this product. Mm. So we have videos that show the ring. Women, Australian women, this is an Australian-only product, they show this cool ring that they got from the company. So really selling that saying, oh man, this is really something that I'm missing out on. Pretty cool videos, not a whole lot of production value here, cool. just sort of straightforward, real testimonial videos from people who have won the actual ring itself. Oh, very smart. I think there are always people that doubt like, oh, they're not actually going to give away a ring. So that's a huge barrier to overcome here, showing someone actually winning the ring or someone who did. Yeah, that's absolutely the case. Cool. I love that. Remember, these are people that don't know who you are. So you have to show you know, some proof in a lot of cases. And at level two ads, we love video testimonial ads. I mean, they don't need to be super high production. Once again, I mean, there's a service called Get Bravo, getbravo.com, that you can actually send an email to your customer base and through their, you know, their laptop camera, they can, it's super easy to do. It's a great company. They can actually create testimonials for you. So definitely Very check cool. that out at getbravo.com. I'm not sure if these guys did it here because they have a really loyal following and a lot of these videos were just submitted on their own. So those videos that are testimonial videos are now sent to 
for people who have become leads, they're sent to, in essence, a collection page. It's a page like your homepage or maybe a page that mm. shows all your different products. And these did super well at level two to get those people who have engaged just a little bit, not purchased yet, to actually go in and buy. So now we're past level two. Now we're on to level three. Now, one of the cool things with the Ecom Ad Amplifier... Moving on up. Moving on up. That's right. One of the cool things about the Ecom Ad Amplifier is that <laughs> you can use certain parts of it together, actually. So if you don't have that much traffic going to your site, like I said, these guys started off with about $5,000 a month in ad spend. What we did is we combined the level three, which is view content, as well as the level four, which is add to cart, audiences together. So let me explain what I mean by that. A view content event happens when someone lands on your product page. So let's say you, Molly, were interested in mm -hmm. a bath bomb. You saw the ad, right. you clicked through, you saw the homepage, yes. and then you scrolled down and you said, hey, that pink, blue, and yellow bath bomb is the one that I like. So you click and that then sends you, and most e-commerce platforms, it sends you to what's referred to as a product page. Now you have self-selected out of all the products. Right. Okay, you self-selected that one, that color. And now we as Facebook advertisers can then capture an audience based upon that specific action. So when you landed on the homepage, it fired what's referred to as a page view event. But then when you clicked to the product, it now fires a view content right. event. So two different things. When you land on that product page, you are now more engaged in the e-com ad amplifier. You're now on level three. Now, let's say you view the product, but you don't click that little add to cart button. You will stay in level three until you actually click the add to cart button. How we like to look at this is this is depths of commitment. So you're at level three now. You're hovering on the edge of purchasing. Maybe you haven't quite decided yet and you don't click the add to cart and you don't go to that next step. Well, at level three, we will show you an ad that's specific maybe to the benefits of the product. Maybe there's a dynamic product ad for maybe a short period of time, maybe a longer period of time. Maybe we show videos of how cool the thing is once again, because you haven't quite decided yet. So you haven't gotten to level four, which is when you actually add it to cart. Now, when you add to cart, it fires the add to cart event. Once again, standard event inside Facebook. You can capture that audience now in sort of your site hierarchy, and you can then show a different ad with different type of copy, different type of asset to the add to cart people. In our case study here, though, we kept it a little bit simple. What we did is we bunched together the view content, I've looked at the product, as well as the add to cart, I've added that product to cart in the same audiences because we didn't have enough ad spend to gain enough traction inside Facebook to get our ads shown enough impressions. So that's just sort of the way that it works sometimes. When you have larger amounts of traffic, you can separate out view content level three from add to cart level four and give them slightly different messages. 
This is really simple too, right? It's a system, but I mean, they had a really good offer. You guys are just taking them through the customer journey with the e-com ad amplifier, right? Like this is just specifically how you take someone through a customer journey on Facebook makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, uh, it really is. I mean, it's, it's not altogether different from everything they teach a digital marketer about customer journey. It's the same thing. It's just e-comified. Is that a word? I guess it is now. Yeah. No, and, and it's more detailed. It's like how e-comified, but it's also sort of a Facebook funnel, right? Yeah. So you're showing the different variations where still so many people rely on one ad to drive all the leads for their business, but they're not using paid traffic for other steps of the funnel, right? Uh, this company and Ralph's team, they didn't just run those initial ads and say, okay, we got some sales, right? They're really looking at the complexity of the customer journey, the psychology. What could people be thinking, right? Oh, well, they might wonder if this ring thing is actually for real. So let's show a video of someone giving a testimonial about receiving the ring. I mean, it's seems really simple, but this is what it takes, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, customer, a lot of folks that we look at their ad accounts and they just have sort of what we refer to as level one traffic. And they think that's going to drive everything. Well, one message, one video to cold traffic isn't going to build your business. I'm sorry, guys. It's just not. Uh, unless it's like you've got like the cure to cancer or something like that or something that's just remarkable, yeah. you know? Absolutely. But in most cases, you know, your offer isn't like that great that people are just going to see it and buy it. Very few people. What is it? Like one in a hundred people see something impulsively and purchase it. That's typically yeah, the conversion like one rate. to 3%. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are you going to do with the rest of that? Yeah, that's not very good. <laughs> that's 99 to 97% of your traffic that you're missing out on. So the e-com ad amplifier helps you to monetize it and every level based upon their level of engagement. So we're just using it with pixel fires inside the e-commerce platform Super easy way to do this is to have Shopify as your e-commerce platform. That's the platform that we love the most. The integration is super simple, works with Facebook so well. Super simple. So, all right. So now we're, uh, we're deep. We're in level three, four here. So this is where uh, James and his ninjiness actually sort of came out is that he realized that, well, I'm bunching together view content and add to cart. But if I just keep showing the same ad to them like forever, like for 180 days or for six months, I'm probably not going to sell all that much stuff. So what he did is he broke this down based upon day, what we refer to as span. So not spam, span. So <laughs> he created view content audiences and add to cart audiences that have not purchased in the last 30 to 60 days, I think is the exclusion that he used. But have only viewed content or added to cart in the last three days. So those three-day audiences get a very specific message. And it's once again, this could be for you, it could be, hey, did you forget something in your cart? You know, did life get in the way? Or it could be sort yeah. of a combination of things like, like the ad copy that we used in, in these ads was whether it's a gift or a well-deserved treat for yourself. Inside, every bath bomb is a gorgeous ring valued between 90 and 
I love it. And that positions it as you could buy this for yourself or someone else, right? It's always great to uh, subtly give people ideas on maybe who they could purchase this for or what occasion or what person, you know, that's great. Yeah. So anyway, so we ran ads like that for a three-day window. So not enormous audiences here, but these audiences contributed a tremendous amount to the overall return on ad spend for the account. So super important audiences right. down here, not a whole lot of spend because you're talking about people yeah. really funneling through, siphoning through that funnel from product page all the way to add to cart, still sort of teetering on the edge. Some people here might give a coupon code to kind of push them over the edge. A lot of times we see that have happened. Um, so then we'll run those ads for three days, but then we'll exclude those three-day audiences and then create a 21-day audience and show them a slightly mm. different message for days four through 21. Interesting. And that might be just different ad copy. Maybe it's an image ad. Maybe it's another dynamic product ad. Maybe it's a video ad. And then if they drop out mm. of that 21-day audience, they pretty much fall back into level two and then eventually back into level one. So it sort of cascades backwards depending on whether or not they take an action forward. The action forward that we want is to purchase. Absolutely. And then if they take that action, they'll continue to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. So everything in level three and level four, level four especially, is to really get them to purchase. So, and level four typically are far more product based or reminder based. Mm. Level three is, is definitely product with some benefit, but also vary your ad copy, vary your creative here. You don't have to just use dynamic product ads, which I believe is right. the only ones that are actually listed on the e-com ad amplifier. We're also using clicks to messenger ads this deep. So vary up that copy right. and make sure that they're seeing different things. Yeah. So once we actually get them to buy, they now turn into what we refer to as level five traffic. So level five mm. traffic, you've accomplished your mission. Congratulations. You've, got, you've sold your bath bombs. You did it. But now that's only the beginning. So you want to now monetize these people, these purchasers with level five ads. So a lot of folks do this. They just forget, hey, when I get the buyer, then I'll let my email figure it out for me or you know, some kind of follow-up sequence or maybe they're put on a direct mail list. no. You're, you're only using one tool in the toolbox if you're relying on your email to get your buyers to repurchase. Yeah. Use Facebook ads to do the same thing. It could be the same message in email and on Facebook. You're just reinforcing the message or you're realizing that not everyone reads their email and this is another touch point with the customer. Yeah. Think about those emails that you're sending out to your buyers list. A lot of those are ending up in the promotions tab inside Gmail and not being seen by your customers. Yep. Or Absolutely. for me and you, it's insane black hole or sane later or some other yep. sane box. See you later. <laughs> so on level five, we've got our buyers and we also include fans at this level. So we have two separate campaigns, one for previous buyers and then one for fans. So their fans have this really rabid fan base for this particular customer, but also buyers there's probably overlap between the two, which is fine. But at this level, you're really all about reordering and cross-selling. So Molly, you've used mm -hmm. bath bombs, obviously, in the past. 
how frequently would you go through a package of bath bombs? I think you could go through anywhere between one to five a week, even depending on how frequently you take baths. So this is definitely something that someone's going to reorder. With bath bombs, what I found is that the quality really varies. Like you don't want the bath bombs that feel like you have film, you know, on your skin when you get out of the bath. So if you find a really high quality bath bomb like this company with a cool offer like the ring, well, it makes it really easy to want to reorder. They should even do like a monthly shipping option. Yeah, which I don't know as if they ever did as far as like a continuity program for bath bombs, which is actually a great potential idea for anybody who's out there listening. Here, what they did is we retargeted buyers typically after about 14 days or so. We Mm. figured after about 14 days, forget exactly how many bath bombs they had, but that was about the sweet spot. So we had a 14-day buyers list. Then we also had a buyers 365 list that we used that was synced with their CRM, their customer database. And then we also had a fans grouping So we excluded all those from each other and each one of their individual campaigns and ad sets so they didn't get overserved. And then we just showed them a lot of different stuff. So Mm. time to reorder ads, which are video ads once again. So in addition to bath bombs, they sell other sort of lower margin type products like candles, scented candles, all the stuff that I absolutely hate, by the way. But anyway, the point is, is they had lots of other types of products within that sort of bath bomb category to be able to cross sell. So scented candles being one of them, there was some perfumes, there was gift boxes, lots of stuff. So once they become buyers, now you can use Facebook ads to cross sell them into other products that you have, as well as do your reorders. So cross sells sometimes are, you know, your buyers list for one product, and then you exclude another buyers list for another product. That's what Firestone calls X, but not Y. Mm. So same type of thing here. Once they become purchasers, they're not off the hook, especially if you've got a consumable product that can be reordered or is consumed over a period of time. Fantastic. Like I said, it's a true customer journey inside of Facebook. Those are fantastic results, Ralph. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So, I mean, these ones, I think this is the the last week we spent $16,766 and we returned $90,281. So not a bad week. And that's a 5.8 three, eight return on ad spend there. So, And guys, I would guarantee that most of the purchases are coming from the last half of those ads, which actually have a really low ad spend. So this is a huge mistake I see people make. They try to judge the return on ad spend by each campaign and the customer journey specifically. But that doesn't work because if you're just judging the return on ad spend of your cold traffic campaigns and you're saying, oh, you know, this isn't returning enough money, you turn it off. Well, that's the lifeblood to the rest of your traffic system, right? So you really have to look at this holistically. Obviously, you want to look at different campaigns and really study what is this campaign's purpose? Is it serving that purpose? But you also want to look at your traffic system holistically because All of these campaigns are working off of one another. You're not looking at one campaign to bring in all the results for the business. So notice how Ralph reported total ad spend, total return, right? He wasn't rattling off numbers for different campaigns. I think that's really important. 
Yeah, we try not to separate this out to our customers, like when we send them their weekly reports, because they're just like, well, yeah. just ramp up the one that's 23 return on ad spend. Well, it doesn't really work that it's way. It's like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we say, <laughs> that campaign is really small. The other campaigns are building the audience for that absolutely. one. <laughs> They're level five campaigns. We're returning about 23 return on ad spend. So putting in a wow. dollar, making 23 bucks out of it. Whereas to your point, Molly, level one was breaking even or less. Yeah. You know, the lead gen campaign right. was about 0. 0.65, 0. And 0.46. And that's its job. Yeah, that's its job. Right. Is to, its job is not to make the sale. Yeah. I mean, there were some that did make the sale. But I mean, we always say if we can make level one traffic break even or close to it. Yeah. The rest of it's just cake. Yeah, we know we can convert level two through level five. And that's where you really make up the return on ad spend for an aggregate return on yeah. ad spend for the entire account. Great, Ralph. Anything else you want to add? No, I would just say that definitely download the Ecom ad amplifier. Go to our Facebook page, tier 11, search for it in Facebook, and then talk to our messenger bot, Tier. Yeah. Put in the word image, get the Ecom ad amplifier, and see how you can adapt it to your business. PDF download that you're going to get is by no means all-inclusive. So a little bit more on the simplified side. We do add a lot more into it inside the agency and it's constantly evolving. In fact, you know, we talk about it every single week, how we can continue to improve it. But this is a simple campaign. And I think if you're an e-commerce company that's struggling to scale up your business, provided that you have, you know, no inventory issues or supplier issues or anything like that, the Ecom Ad Amplifier can definitely do it for you uh, with some pretty modest assets as well. You don't need to be the best Facebook advertiser in the world to make this work. Of course, if you ever need any help when you're an e-commerce company, you can always go to Tier 11. Be happy to talk to you there. Fantastic, Ralph. Well, thank you for this case study. You betcha, Mal. All righty, everybody have an awesome week. We'll be back with episode 152 next week. Thank you for listening. To get all the resources that are on this show, go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. And we'll have all the resources that we mentioned here on the show right there on the site. Perfect. See ya. been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.